the law of attraction works whether you know about it or not. Your brain transmits frequencies 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It receives frequencies. Whether you're consciously doing that or not, that's what your brain does. Everything on the planet vibrates. Whether you know about it or not, that's what it does. So whether you know about the law of attraction or not, and whether you're, you're using these concepts consciously or not, they still exist. And the fact is, the law of attraction is working in your life and everyone's life, whether they know it or not. When you see how it works, you'll understand why you have succeeded, why you have gotten things in your life that you wanted, and also why you've gotten things in your life you didn't want, or why you haven't succeeded. Because you'll now see that you have been doing this unconsciously all along. And the law of attraction has been working all along. See, whether you know about it or not is irrelevant. It, it, it works. It, it happens. It, it's, it, it's there. So, for those people that, quote, don't know anything about the law of attraction or how these techniques work, they're doing this anyway. They're just doing it instinctively. They're doing it automatically, maybe because by trial and error, or maybe they don't even know what they're doing, they're just doing it. You look at great athletes, for example, great uh, golfers or various musicians that have, quote, natural talent. When a teacher looks at what they're doing, th these individuals have figured it out on their own and they're doing it not knowing that there's a law or there's a principle or this is how uh, the physical universe is constructed. They're just doing it. So that's the reason why some people who quote don't know about this are getting incredible success in their life, getting the things they want, are blissfully happy, have great relationships etc. They're doing it anyway. But it's much easier when you actually know the mechanics, when you know the recipe, so that you can apply it. Much more effective. Any other comments? Yes. Well, thank you. Um, the comment was that she couldn't believe, she can't believe how easy and logical this is. And uh, I, I, appreciate, uh, I appreciate the comment. Thank you very much. I, I hope I'm presenting this material in a way that's easy to grasp and digest and understand. And again, those here in the room have a huge advantage. I mean, you're, you're from all over the world. Um, I'm not sure how many countries here are represented by our participants, but my colleagues, uh, one, two, eight, eight countries, um, around the world. And again, you have a big advantage being here because you're not only seeing the physical evidence that this works, but you're meeting people that uh, some of you have heard about, read about, know, and 
uh, are getting information directly from them and seeing that this is you know not pie in the sky, not um, guru land or motivational speaker world or that type of thing, but the, the real deal, the people at the highest levels in both world governments and in business. And uh, again, I, I'd, I'd like to just thank again my colleagues uh, for coming forward. I think this is the first time in history when Napoleon Hill was taught this information from Andrew, Andrew Carnegie, a member of the Brotherhood, um, and started sharing this back at the turn of the century. It was really the first time this was being leaked from uh, a resident member. And that information was strictly on the money side and the financial or economic side. But this is the first time in history that so many people have come out from the various societies and uh, collectively uh, bound together as we have as part of the Global Information Network and being willing to reveal to the masses for those people who are serious. But again, we made a commitment that we would not just share this with every single person and shove it down anybody's throat, that we'd make this information available to you. But you had to have a high willingness to learn. Uh, you had to have a high willingness to learn, which means you're going to have to be willing to give up the thing you love, time and money. You know, how do you determine what is your willingness to learn? Uh, I think one of the easiest ways, as I mentioned, is, you know, are you willing to give up something you love? If you love golf, if you love TV, are you willing to, to, to give that up to learn this? But there's something else. Are you willing to give up money? Now, I'm going to talk about why that's really significant if you're willing to give up some money to learn this information and get educated because that really determines how high your willingness to learn is and how teachable you are. And then, of course, what is your willingness to accept change? You know, this information can be radically different than what you've thought about in the past, but be willing to really accept change and do things different and think things different is going to create different results. So we've talked about, uh, any other comments, questions? Okay, good. We've talked about how the universe works. Everything's made up of energy that vibrates at different frequencies. That's all everything is, including us. That our brains can transmit and do transmit 24 hours a day, seven days a week, frequencies. We have the ability to choose those frequencies and we have the ability to determine the power and intensity of the frequency and the duration that frequency is being broadcast. Now, how long is that frequency being broadcast? So when we put out a frequency, if we increase the power and intensity and increase the duration in which that frequency is broadcast, then a matching frequency will come to us like a magnet, like, a, like as fast as you can imagine. Because when we put out a frequency with our brain, with power and intensity, over long duration, then everything on the planet and everything in the universe is working together to match that frequency and bring it to you. And it will happen incredibly fast. With practice, when you get to unconscious competence, it'll happen faster and faster and faster. You'll be able to dial in the frequency exactly the way you want. I'm going to teach you how to do that. Increase the power and intensity and keep the duration long enough so that it activates 
everything in the universe so that it draws to you like a magnet and comes rushing towards you. Think about it this way. What you, what you want, wants you. What you want, wants you. And all you have to do is activate it and it comes rushing to you. There's a magnetic pull. You can attract money like a magnet. You can attract your lover, the best relationship like a magnet. You can attract things into your existence, friends, social status, accolades, success, achievement, happiness, bliss. You can attract anything and everything you want. You can be, do, or have anything you want. As Napoleon Hill said, anything the mind of man can conceive, which means anything you can dream, anything you can imagine, anything you can desire. Napoleon Hill said, anything the mind of man can conceive, comma, and bring itself to believe, comma, it can achieve, which means any and everything you can dream of, any and every desire, anything and everything you want to be, do, or have, if you believe, which we'll talk about, that's a key element, you will have it. And the method in which that is achieved, the method in which you command your genie to give you what you want, is by putting out the frequency of what you want, increasing the power and intensity, keeping the duration long enough, and it will come rushing towards you. It has to by law. It's the law of attraction, which is senior to the law of gravity or any law in the physical universe. It's how everything works. You cannot deny it. You can't uh, scientifically foo-foo it away. Quite the opposite. Every bit of scientific evidence and proof shows it works. And again, you now have the luxury that I have had where, we've, where you can see physical evidence that it works and meet real people. And not just, you know, Joe Smith who runs the, the diner or the dry cleaner or a very successful teacher. And there's nothing wrong with those people or professions because they may be using this technique as well. But you're looking at people who have used this not only with themselves but their families. And, and some of the people here in the room uh, the, the royal families here, which we're grateful are here, through, you know, decades and decades and decades, you know, in ruling lands. I mean, this is something that's is passed down generationally. So this is something that really works. Now, Napoleon Hill, I mentioned his story, how he learned this from Andrew Carnegie at the turn of the century, the richest man in the world. He puts it this way. He said, the key to success is one thing. One, define your dream. That's number one, define your dream. Now what that means is, is it means clearly know or define what you want. So in order for you to achieve things in your life, you need to know what you want. You go to a restaurant and get the menu. You need to decide what you want so you can order it. 
You can just say, bring me some food because you may want food. That's fine. You'll get some food, but it may not be exactly to your liking. But if you want something specific, you can ask for something specific in the restaurant, order it, and it will come to you. Life is the same way. Define your dream. Determine and define exactly what you want. That's the first thing he said. He said the key that he learned from Carnegie was define your dream. And then secondly, get a burning desire for its achievement. Again, this was language back at the turn of the century. So I'm going to kind of translate. And I'm sorry I'm translating in English for those of you whose first language here is, is uh, not English. Define your dream. Determine exactly what you want. Clearly identify what you want. And then get a burning desire for its achievement. So the question is, what is the definition of burning desire? What is the definition of define your dream? We're going to talk about that. So how do we get a burning desire? How do we define our dream? We're going to talk about this. And this is really a key element. Now we're getting into kind of the specific techniques on how to apply the basic principle, which is use your brain, transmit a frequency with power and intensity, keep that transmission over a long duration, and then it will come. Now there's one thing, if you do that, there's one thing that could hinder it, which we'll talk about later, but let's just talk about how Napoleon Hill defined that that mechan those mechanics in English, which is define your dream. So let's put, let's put it now into real working practice. First off, if you go to any success seminar or read any of the success books, again, I think you'll find now that many of them are misguided and wrong because they may give you some elements of what we're teaching here, but also other elements that make, basically make it not work. You're getting a recipe. This recipe works all the time when followed. If you start changing the recipe, if you start changing the ingredients, adding or subtracting ingredients, or changing the proportion of ingredients, or change the order in which the ingredients are mixed together, you're not going to get the same result. So we're giving you the pure secret recipe that has never been released to the public with all of the ingredients in the exact proportion. Now you can read thousands of books and you can get bits and pieces, but you, there isn't one out there that gives that we've, that, that, that myself or any of the, the people here, my colleagues have been exposed to that give this exact recipe. Therefore, the evidence also shows that there's nothing else out there that has delivered these results. The speed and effectiveness in terms of getting results that you want. Getting what you want fast with less effort. This is, this is it. First, define your dream. Now, before we talk about defining your dream, when I say that, people start thinking, I want a car, I want a house, I want a better job, I want to have, I want to hit the lottery, 
I want to travel all over the world. I want a better relationship. I want a relationship. I want to have a better relationship with my kids. I want to have a better social standing. I want to have, I want to lose weight. I want to get rid of my illness. I want better health. All these different dreams come. But there's one thing that is senior to everything when it's defining your dream. And it's the one thing that we are going to be focusing on as our template. It's the most important thing. That is this. Number one, number one, number one. Always the most important. And that is this. You, you must always have as a goal. And it is your goal subconsciously anyway. But you must always have as a goal to feel good right now. Your goal, <clears throat> your biggest dream should always be, I want to feel good right now. Not tomorrow, not when you get your raise, not when you get your new car, not when you take your vacation. Your goal should be to feel good right now. Feel as good as you can. Now, let me define. What does feel good mean? Feel good first and foremost means being outrageously happy. Let's use some different words to describe some various emotions. This is a emotion, not physical body feeling. Boy, my body feels good. Well, when your body feels good, doesn't your emotions feel good too sometimes? We're not talking about physical body first. We're talking about emotions. Feeling good, being happy, being content, being settled, feeling secure, being confident, feeling grateful, feeling blessed, feeling bliss, feeling contentment, feeling joy, feeling exhilaration, feeling exuberance. Think of the different words. They all describe different feelings, don't they? There's a difference from feeling exhilaration and feeling contentment. They're both pretty good feelings, but they're different. So the real definition for you is feel good now. If you want to clear, clearly define that even more, it's feel as good as you can right now. And if you want to define that even more, your goal should be to feel good and keep feeling better. Because you have to be going towards something. Does this make sense? Your goal should always, always, always be 
feel good now and feel better. So it should be to feel good, as good as you can, and keep feeling better. That's what your goal should be. Now for you, based on your situation, your history, a million different reasons, your specific definition of feeling good will change from hour to hour, day to day, week to week, month to month. Sometimes you really just want to feel secure. And to you, that's going to be the best feeling to feel. Because maybe you've been dealing with a lot of insecurity. And for some of you, you want to feel content. Because you haven't been feeling very contented. And you want that feeling of contentment. And from some of you, you want to feel love because you've missed that. You've missed hugs and feeling appreciated from people and loved from people. So you're, you're craving that feeling. And from some of you, you want to feel exhilaration because maybe you have felt bored and you're really craving a better feeling to you which is called exhilaration. So there isn't a right or wrong good feeling. There's not a right or wrong good feeling. Each one of you will select the feeling and that'll change from hour to hour in some cases, day to day in some cases, week to week in some cases, month to month in some cases. The key is you want to always feel good. Do you wake up in the morning with a smile on your face and feeling how excited you are about the day? And do you jump out of bed and start whistling for no reason or singing in the shower and feeling how lucky you are and how happy you are and how blessed you are and how wonderful life is and how excited you are to experience all these incredible things today in your life. Most people, that's not the case. That's your goal. Do you go throughout the day with eyes open, observing things, taking things in, looking at the tree outside, we're looking at the river here that's going past, we're looking at the magnificent gardens, and we're looking at the Alps, the mountains, the gorgeous trees, the sun, the clouds. We're looking at some of the mist on those faraway mountains. We're looking at the chapel over there, how gorgeous that structure is and how old. We're looking at this amazing room. And some of you think, well, sure, it's easy for you because you're in this opulent setting. Hey, I've been fishing up in Canada, uh, you know, in a tent and I feel the same way. How exciting that experience is. There's really not one better than the other. They're all different experiences. Your feelings can be the same, no matter what the experience is. So your ultimate goal is always to feel good right now. This is your major indicator that you are on track.
Remember this, key point, feel good now. Feel as good as you can and continue to feel better. You want to feel good. This is your first objective, to feel good. So, when you're defining your dream, when you're defining what you want, you have virtually two options. And we're going to do an exercise here in a moment. You have two options. The first option in defining your dream is be specific. The second option is not be specific at all, be general. Now, there's actually a third option. You can be very specific, you can be general, or you can virtually not define anything, but just define feeling good as the goal and, obje and objective. All three of these work and they all will create good in your life. But I'll explain the differences. When you define your dream with specificity, and let's use something tangible that we can all see. Let's say you are wanting a specific thing. And again, what you want is irrelevant. You may want a better relationship. You may want a better career. Some of you say, I want clarity. I want, I want a, a purpose. I have no purpose in my life. I want to find my purpose. That could be your goal, to find your purpose. Okay. Some of those things are a little more esoteric, but let's talk about something specific as a want because it's an easier example. So let's say that you say, I want a new car. Fine. You can be general and just say, I want a new car. Or you can be specific and say, I want a Mercedes, a new Mercedes. You can be general and say, I just want a new Mercedes. I don't care what kind of Mercedes, I don't care what color, I just want a new Mercedes. Or you can be specific and say, I want a black S-Class Mercedes. You can be more specific. I want a black S-Class Mercedes formatic with a black leather interior. I think they all come with leather anyway, but black interior. You can be as specific as you want. So the first thing is defining what you want. Now, Napoleon Hill said, define your dream and get a burning desire for its achievement. He also said, whatever the mind of man can conceive and bring itself to believe, it can achieve. So, if you say, I want a black Mercedes, Earl Nightingale says, you become what you think about most of the time. 
He also rephrased it later and he said, you get what you think about most of the time. So, if you want a black Mercedes, theoretically, based on what we've been talking about, quote, all you, what you would have to do is think about the black Mercedes, 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 think about the black Mercedes. When you're thinking about the black Mercedes, what is your brain doing? Yeah, your brain is transmitting a frequency of the black Mercedes. Years ago, a book was written. It says, as a man thinketh. And in the book, it, it, it gave the factual statement actually made by, it was either Edison or Einstein, I'm not sure. I think it was Einstein who said, thoughts are things. A thought is a physical thing. It sends out physical particles. I've been calling them frequencies, vibration of energy. They are particles. They are physical particles that go out into the universe that have magnetic pull, according to Einstein. Okay? Not some guru. Not that the guru's wrong, but you know, most people have an easier time believing a scientist who has evidence than somebody who says, you just have to believe me on faith. Thoughts are things. So theoretically, based on what we've been talking about, if you think about black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes, you're transmitting the frequency of black Mercedes. According to Napoleon Hill, define your dream, black Mercedes, and get a burning desire for its achievement, which can be defined as high-intensity broadcasting, high-power broadcasting of the frequency. And if you have a burning desire, you're going to have high-intensity broadcasting of the frequency, high-power broadcasting of the frequency from your brain about black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes. And if you have a burning desire, you're going to be thinking about it all the time. Earl Nightingale. You get what you think about most of the time. Which means you're broadcasting this with a long duration. So, I want black Mercedes. I'm thinking about black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes, black Mercedes. Which means I'm putting out this vibration. But I just don't want the black Mercedes. That's not going to work because if you just want a black Mercedes, you're going to put out a vibration that's very weak with low intensity. And if you just kind of want a black Mercedes, you won't even be thinking about it that often. So you're not going to have a long duration. So the key is, according to Napoleon Hill, is you have to have a burning desire. So first define your dream, then secondly get a burning desire for its achievement. And that burning desire will mean you don't want the black Mercedes, I need to have the black Mercedes. I'm desiring that black Mercedes. I can't wait to get that black Mercedes. Oh, I want that. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, that Mercedes. Oh, yes, that Mercedes. And when you start having that burning desire for that black Mercedes, black Mercedes, 
the intensity of the transmission that's coming out of your brain that you're broadcasting is very high and the power is very high and because you have a burning desire to get the black Mercedes you're going to be thinking about it all the time so the broadcast is very frequent the duration of that broadcast is longer therefore the black Mercedes should come right into your experience somehow now somebody says but wait a minute what if I can't afford a black Mercedes bingo thank you very much you're on the wrong side of the training balance scale when your attitudes right the facts don't count another way of saying it is you don't need to know the how because the law of attraction will make it happen how does the law of attraction make it happen it basically will create and put into your life events and circumstances that you can't even imagine to create what you want it will move mountains to put into your existence what you're asking for the law of attraction has to work because it's a law it works period so it will affect virtually hundreds of thousands of different variables and start shifting things around that you're not even aware of or thinking about to create a situation where a black Mercedes will be in your life you don't have to know how think about a radar screen most people live their life looking at their radar screen and they're looking at what they can see in the radar screen and this is why people fail because they base all of their decisions and beliefs on what they can see in the radar screen we have a, a, a you know fifty thousand dollars in credit card debt how can I pay that off I'm looking at my income I'm looking at my expenses I'm looking at my prospects for getting a, a new job or getting a raise there's nothing there's no way that I can pay off my credit card debt it's impossible all you're doing is you're looking at what you see on the radar screen now if you imagine that the radar screen is this small screen maybe about three inches in diameter I also want you to imagine what's off the radar screen what's outside of the screen the screen can only see a three inch diameter but I want you to imagine that there are a hundred feet of, of additional area outside the radar screen the actual area is a hundred foot diameter but you're only seeing a three inch diameter you see the vast majority of what is available is off your radar screen you can't see it you can't even imagine it but once you start activating the law of attraction everything outside the radar screen starts shifting and moving there can be virtually hundreds of thousands if not millions or billions or trillions of variables that start moving and shifting because you have transmitted a vibration with power and intensity for a long duration everything starts shifting and everything starts happening and rushing towards you what you want 
wants you. It has to, by law, start coming towards you. And what the universe will do, because of the law of attraction, is it will move mountains, it will create events and circumstances and put people in your life to make what you want happen. And it always is in methods and ways that you can't even imagine because it isn't on your radar screen. You can't even see it. So stop looking at the radar screen. This is the biggest problem people have. And this is why Napoleon Hill said, whatever the mind of man can conceive or whatever you desire, you can have it as long as you believe you can have it. That's paraphrasing. His actual quote was, whatever the mind of man can conceive and bring itself to believe, it can achieve. So, I mentioned that there was one thing that will stop the technique from working. So let's go back to the technique and I'll give you the blow. I'll tell you what's going to cause it to stop. The technique is you define your dream. You define what you want, black Mercedes. You get a burning desire for its achievement. You really want it, want it, want it. That allows you to transmit that frequency of black Mercedes with intensity and power. When you have a high desire, which means you want it, want it, want it, want it, want it, you will have a long duration of transmission. So where's the block? The block is if you don't believe that you will get it, that stops it from coming in. Two reasons why. Because when you don't believe you will get it, the duration of the transmission won't be very frequent. And when you don't believe you will get that black Mercedes, the intensity and power of the transmission won't be very strong. And when you don't believe you'll get it, you are in actuality putting out a counteractive transmission, which is saying, Black Mercedes, stay away. So you have intention, counter intention, being broadcast simultaneously, and they neutralize each other and the black Mercedes is coming, but being pushed away at the same time, and it isn't coming into your existence. Does this make sense? And somebody says, that's fine, that's good. Now, the question though is, how do I get the high desire, and how do I get the high belief? And I'm gonna give you the answer. The answer is, as I went, started this session on, is your first goal is to feel good. You must use your feelings as your guide. You must use your feelings as your gauge. You must use your feelings as your scope. You must use your feelings to see if you are lining up 
You must use your feelings to find out if you are in the sweet spot. So, define your dream. How do you get what you want? You must define your dream, have a burning desire for its achievement, and 100% belief you'll get it. And here's the kicker. Some of you right now want a black Mercedes, but you can't bring yourself to believe you'll get a black Mercedes. You'll never get a black Mercedes. Stop thinking about a black Mercedes. See, nobody else in any books tell you this secret here. And this is the secret. You need to define what you want, but it has to be something you can believe in. So, if you were to write a list of all the things you want, you may want a lot of things today, but you may only believe right now that you can only get a few of them. So, for example, let's say I were to ask you to write a list of all the things you want if money wasn't an object and you knew you couldn't fail. As a matter of fact, we're going to do this exercise. And if you're listening to the CD, listen to the instructions and then I'm going to ask you to shut the CD off and do this. And for those here in the room, we'll do this exercise. So grab, grab a piece of paper. You're going to write down, I'm just going to give you a few minutes. We'll just do this in 10 minutes. I want you to write down, just off the top of your head, just as an example, write down anything and everything you want. If money wasn't an object, you know, you hit the lottery 10 times, if money wasn't an object or if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you want? Some of you put in a new refrigerator, uh, you know, eat at a certain restaurant, go to Hawaii, get a private jet, get a black Mercedes, uh, get a new wardrobe, uh, quit my job, uh, start my own business, uh, open up a restaurant, whatever, you know, lose 20 pounds. Make a list of everything and anything you want, material or non-material, you know, learn a foreign language, learn to play, play the piano, be a great singer, whatever. Learn how to paint. Make a list of everything that you want. If money wasn't an object, you hit the lottery five times, or if you knew you couldn't fail. Just, just, just doesn't have to be everything. You know, just, you're just doing a little exercise here. So just write down whatever comes to mind. We'll do this for about 10 minutes. If you're listening to the CD, shut the CD off now, and then we'll come back when you're finished. Okay, we're back. Okay, now you have your list. So I want you to scan that list, and for those listening here in the CDs, do the same thing. I want you to scan this list, and each one of them, just quickly next to it, on a scale of one to 10, write down what your belief is that you can get this, let's say within the next six months, within the next six months. 10 being absolutely, one being no chance. Your, your level of belief, okay? 
So if you're listening to the CD, um, shut the CD off and then come back when you're finished. Okay, great. So we have that list. Now, by a show of hands here, here in the room, how many people have some on the list that are a one? Everybody, okay. How many have uh, three, four, five, six, seven that are one? Okay, everybody, okay. Does anybody here have something that's a 10? Yeah, everybody. Okay, so you all have something that's a 10. Here's the point. When you are starting this process, you can't focus on the things on your list that are a one because you have no belief you'll achieve them. And this is why people who read the book The Secret, people who read Think and Grow Rich, people who go to various Law of Attraction seminars miss the whole point. You go to goal-setting seminars, success seminars, and they talk about dream big, get your dream bigger, you need the magic of thinking big. And that's a great book, by the way, The Magic of Thinking Big. But people are teaching you to get this outrageous big dream and focus on it. And they give you all these techniques to focus on this big dream. And you go through 10 years of your life and it never comes in. And you're frustrated because you don't believe you're going to get it and it's never going to come in because you're, you're vibrating, you're transmitting an intention of getting it and a counter intention of you don't believe it. Therefore, it's never going to come in. So the, the method that we were taught in the societies was very simple. This is not a race. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Some people are going to believe that they can become a billionaire you know, the, the day after college or, or, you know, halfway into college or when they're 12. And another person will, may never believe it for a lot of reasons. I, I, I'm not going to get into all the reasons. I'm just giving you the facts here. So what you need to do is you need to start with dreams or goals or desires or objectives that you can believe in. Now, let me tell you what the sweet spot is. If you look at that list, which ones sh should you focus on? Well, you should focus on the tens. However, there is a sweet spot. And let me explain what the sweet spot is. The desire that you want, the goal that you want, the objective that you want, the dream that you want, the thing that you want that will come to you the fastest is a dream or a goal or an objective or a desire that's in the sweet spot. And what is the sweet spot? The sweet spot is something you want which you really, really want, which has high, high, high excitement, desire, gets the juices flowing, gets you excited when you think about getting it, gets you really motivated, lights your fire, and at the same time, you absolutely believe you can get it. 
Now the sweet spot has to be in both. So let's walk on both sides here and let me show you the differences. Let's say you had in your list, I want to go to this fancy fresh French restaurant. You've always wanted to go there. And you know it's gonna cost a couple hundred dollars. And it could have a, you know, you just, the thought of going to this restaurant just for you turns you on. Like I really, really feel like, oh, how good I would feel. Aha. Remember when I said the most important thing is feel good now? Aha. That's why I said that. Because the sweet spot is a goal that you know you would feel so good when you get it. And you believe that you can get it. Right now, maybe you only have the ability to look, you keep focusing on this radar screen. And you, and you can see that, you know, I get a Christmas bonus coming up. Maybe I'll get, or I'll get some, you know, some money for, for uh, my birthday. So you can see already away. You're still too focused on the how, but you're thinking about the how. So you're thinking I can, uh, you're already figuring out ways to do it, which makes your belief go up. You see, when you get to unconscious competence, the how becomes irrelevant. And the more you do this, all of a sudden what occurs is any dream, your belief goes sky high because you have no clue of how it's going to happen. You just know from experience that whatever you want happens. But you can't do that now because success builds confidence. So in the beginning, you have to get some successes. Some of you on your list may say, I want to meet a mate. That's my goal. And, and, and you may say, look, I, I know I'll meet a mate. I don't know how. I, I know it'll happen. I don't know when, but I know it'll happen. So that could be on, as a goal on your list. And the thought of meeting a mate and having, being in a passionate, loving relationship, a fulfilling relationship is really exciting to you. And maybe you have a high level of belief and a high desire for it. And that's in your sweet spot. But let me tell you what's not in the sweet spot. The sweet spot is, I want to start my own business. And when you think about starting your own business, you think about the dream, you think about how much you would enjoy it, you get so fired up about starting your own business. Maybe it's a restaurant or a florist shop or something. And you just get so excited about it. Then when I say, what's your belief that you can achieve this? All of a sudden, all this doubt pops into your head. And you have massive doubt and your belief crashes. That goal right now is not in your sweet spot. The sweet spot has to be a goal that you are really excited about, really fired up about, that you know will make you feel fantastic and you feel good just thinking about it. See, all of these goals and objectives make you feel good when you think about them. So finding a goal in the sweet spot to focus on or finding something you want, first look at the objective, think about it, it makes you feel good. You're looking for something that makes you feel really good, really excited, really motivated. You need massive desire. Remember Napoleon Hill, define your dream and get a burning desire for its achievement. 
So the first question is, which of these dreams do you have a burning desire for? Not just, uh, oh, I'd like to go to that restaurant. So which of the dreams on your list do you have a burning desire for when you think about it? Then, which of the ones that you have a burning desire for do you have a high belief? Eight, nine, or ten. Those are the ones in the sweet spot. Right now. Some of you are thinking, boy, I don't have very many. That's okay. Because there is a success cycle. It's a motivation cycle. When you do something for the first time and you see it work and you see the success, your belief goes up that this works. And once you start seeing magic happen, once you start seeing something occur that you didn't know how it would occur because you couldn't see how by looking at your radar screen, all of a sudden you start believing this is possible, this is possible, this stuff works, this stuff works. And all of a sudden, the dreams that you have burning desires for, all of a sudden now start getting matched up with a belief that you can actually achieve them. So the belief level starts going up, which is what Napoleon Hill said, define your dream and get a burning desire for its achievement. But the key is believe. Now this is a scriptural principle as well. For those of you who are Christians, and we know we, we have Muslims here and, and you're Hindu, right? Buddhist, uh, and we have an atheist. We, we have a lot of different groups here. And this is not a religious meeting. But for those of you who uh, are from the Christian background, scripturally, it specifically says this. It says, ask and you shall receive. And it says, you get not because you ask not. Asking is you putting out into the universe what you want. Putting out into the universe what you want is using your brain to think about what you want, which puts out into the universe a transmission of a frequency. You do that with high power and high intensity with a long duration. With belief, it'll come back. Without any counter intention, it'll come in. And it says that. It says, ask and believe that what you are asking for, you shall receive and you shall have whatsoever you ask. That's scriptural. So that's a scriptural basis. And, there, and, and you're shaking your head, yeah? In, in your religious texts, it's the same thing. Virtually all religious texts give the same principles because they are universal and they're physical laws. So the key here to getting whatever you want is this. First, define what you want. There's three ways to define what you want. Very specific, general, or just, I'm, I just want to feel good. Okay? Those are the three ways. Think about it. When you think about it, you have to have a burning desire. If you don't have a burning desire, and someone says, well, you know, there's really nothing I want that gives me a burning desire. Do you want to feel good? Okay? You need to get a burning desire for something. Now, if you don't have a burning desire, we're gonna, we'll address that in the, 
in a couple sessions. Actually, we'll address that tomorrow when it comes to money if you don't have burning desires. But the first step is you must define what you want. And the best way to do that is take a piece of paper, not a PC, but take a piece of paper and a pen and just write down anything and everything you want. And what you should do is you should have a book, not a PC, don't do it in the computer. Get yourself a notebook or some type of spiral bound book where you can rip out pages and add pages. It could be a small one, could be a big one. I like eight and a half by 11 here in, in Europe. We use uh, an, an A4, which is a little bigger piece of paper. And, and just call it your dream book. And anytime you think of something you wanna do, no matter how crazy, how outrageous, whatever, just write that down. And then every once in a while, scan these goals, these dreams, these desires, and decide which one is really giving you a burning desire. And then decide what is your, what is your belief level. Now I'm gonna show you how to start slowly getting this belief level up. Because there's a few ways to do that. But the first thing is define your dream. Either something specific, something general, or just feeling good. The dream that you define you have to have a burning desire for, which means something that really gets your juices flowing, that you really, 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 really want. Then match it up to make sure it's in the sweet spot, which means you have to have a high level of belief that you'll get it, eight, nine, or 10. If you don't, we're gonna talk about how to correct that, but if you don't, don't focus on it right now because you're just gonna get frustrated because it's not gonna come in. Then all you do is you focus on what you want, believing you will receive it. So the key is this, and we're gonna do this exercise. So everybody listening to the CD and everybody here in the room, go through that list and just pick one. We're gonna do the exercise and I'm gonna show you what the physical manifestation is. So pick something you have a high desire for, you have a high burning desire for. Pick one of the items, just one, that you have a high burning desire for, that you also have a high belief in, eight, nine, or 10, that you can get, that you believe you can actually get it. Okay, pick one. Okay, now what I want you to do, you can do this with your eyes open or your eyes closed, is I want you to picture this in your mind, picture what you want, picture what you want, and picture it in color. And I want you to not only look at it in color, but also look at it and listen to the sights, the sounds. Think about the emotions you'll have if you got this. And I want you to add yourself into the picture. See yourself in the picture. So picture that thing that you want, see it in color, hear the sounds. If there are any smells around it, maybe some of you have a desire to go to a, an island. If there's smells, get the cells, smells. What emotions are you feeling? Put yourself in the picture. 
See yourself really happy. What emotions do you have? Okay, now everybody here in the room smiling, by the way. Now, I want you to imagine that you already have this. If it's a car, I want you to physically imagine that you're driving the car and how you are feeling driving the car. Feel the emotions. Imagine how great it's going to feel and how good it does feel. Picture this. Okay, open up your eyes. Now, how many people here in the room feel better than you just a minute ago? Everybody. If you're at home, don't you feel great? If you feel bad, that means your level of belief is not high. That means this goal is not in the sweet spot. So the, the, the method here of getting what you want is defining what you want, making sure you have a high burning desire for its achievement, and making sure that you have a high level of belief that you can achieve it. You'll know that because when you think about it, you will feel good. If you think about that goal or that dream or that desire, just like we did, and you feel better, your actual feelings get better, you're in the sweet spot. If your feelings get lower, you get depressed, frustrated, angry, annoyed, that means you're not in the sweet spot because that means you don't have a high level of belief that you can get it right now. Doesn't mean you'll never get it. We just have to change that level of belief, which we're gonna do. And I'm gonna teach you exactly how to do that when we come back. Any questions, comments, or observations about this particular procedure? The bottom line is this. You must define your dream. It's gotta be either specific, it can be very general, or it can be just, I wanna feel good. That's my objective. You must have a burning desire for it, that dream. Otherwise, you won't be able to put out a transmission that is powerful enough or intense enough and for a long duration. And you must believe that it'll come in. And we're going to talk about how to get that belief up because that's the biggest thing. We're also going to talk specifically about how to get that desire up for the dreams. We're going to talk about both of those things when we come back and we're going to start doing some specific exercises on this. this and we'll start applying this in real life when we come back.